0: Welcome back to Series Regular, the Hollywood Reporter's all-in podcast on genre television. I'm Josh Wigler, your host here on Series Regular, and I do feel the need to clarify that when we're talking about genre, we are specifically talking about genre TV and not genre the future drug as depicted in Westworld Season 3, Episode 4, The Mother of Exiles. In The Mother of Exiles... Wow. Uh, Where to even begin other than the ending? And I have to warn you, if you have not watched this week's episode of Westworld yet, and you're listening to this podcast by mistake, tune out now because the Mother of Exiles and the mother of spoilers from the Mother of Exiles is what awaits you next. As in the final act of the episode, we finally found out who Dolores brought back from the park and brought into the real world. And yes, that includes who is Charlotte Hale.
1: I know you down to your bones. It's amusing that you think you chose to kill your own daughter. You don't even have a choice in your own grief. Who the fuck are you? Your oldest friend.
0: Dolores. Dolores. Turns out Charlotte Hale is Dolores. Also, Connells is Dolores, the Tommy Flanagan character. Also, also, Hiroyuki Sonata is back on the show, straight from Shogun World and now in Singapore, and he is also Dolores. It's a whole party of Doloreses, the Dolori, as they are referred to by the people involved with the show themselves and will for sure be referred to as the Dolori within the fandom. A mind bending episode of Westworld, as is the show's want, that also brings us back face to face with the man in black himself, William, played by Ed Harris, who's not doing so well. I know what's real. William? I know you're not real! I know you're not real! I know you're not real! What's next for William now that he's been institutionalized? What's next for Dolores now that we know that there are so many Dolores? What's next for Bernard, who maybe is also Dolores? Who are you? Really? We'll talk about that in a little bit here as I bring in my co-host here on Series Regulars' Westworld coverage, The Hollywood Reporter's senior producer, Mariah Gullo. All right, Mariah, bring yourself online. Welcome back. Am I... me? (laughs) Are we all Dolores? Is that how this works? (laughs) Uh, A Dolores for every home. Is that what the future (laughs) entails? Is that everybody is going to have... uh, is that her plan? Is that everybody is going to be a Dolores?
1: I I wondered that. Can she make copies of the pearls? Because she can make copies of herself. Can she make copies of the pearls? And is she creating an army of Dolores? Dolores. Yeah,
0: the Dolores. The Dolores, <laughs> as they call it internally, I believe. Uh, so the Dolores, we shall adopt as well. Yet yeah, this was a pretty wild reveal here. Uh, I of, uh,
1: loved it
0: crazy like smoke out of the ears uh that you know everybody that we've been seeing that Dolores has been teaming up with uh just another version of herself I think we've, we've it it's an answer that gives us lots more questions uh which is always uh, one of the one of the most fun kinds of answers uh, on a show like this where it's like okay so at what point was Dolores copied right like at what point was which version of Dolores is this how much does Dolores in like Tommy Flanagan's body remember about season two? How much does Dolores in hero Sonata's body remember about all of season two? Like where, what, what version of of herself has she copied? Uh, And what is the environment that they are all in doing to her? her new experiences. Mariah, as like someone who who loves like Blade Runner and stuff like this, are like sort of like the theoretical questions that are raised by this. Is this in your wheelhouse?
1: Absolutely. I am very excited about the possibility. I love just trying to figure out, I love these characters that live in the gray and I love trying to figure out what everybody's purpose is. Is each character headed towards a good side and a bad side or are we seeing more of a complex kind of situation i i love knowing that i'm being manipulated by the story and wondering right. if my manipulations are heading me down the wrong path
0: right well i think it's it really uh like i feel like you, once you find out about this twist it really makes last week's episode a like a completely different story because now we know who Charlotte Hale was the entire time throughout uh, episode three and it's Dolores. And so when you know that and you think back on some of those events, that's pretty powerful stuff thematically where it seems like, yeah, Dolores is sort of in on the war path and she's, uh, you know, uh, hosts first and she wants to either get rid of mankind or at least dominate humanity. And yet we see that a version of Dolores through the Charlotte Hale body and being plugged into the life of Charlotte Hale and having to do this corporate espionage, like she's still very much mission oriented there, and she's very much like the cold, the stone cold killer robot Dolores that uh, we know and most of us, many of us, love uh, from the first couple of seasons when she's strangling that guy in the park. But then there's everything that's coming out from her relationship with her child and realizing that, um, you know, this this boy has basically been orphaned now. uh, It's like very hard to be sitting in this person's life. There seems to be a degree of empathy that she's building for Charlotte Hale and that's so compelling to me, Mariah, about what that says about people and personalities and consciousness and the ongoing debates about nature versus nurture and like who are you in one situation might be a very different question from who you are in a completely different circumstance the environment that that uh that helps shape and mold you so that's fascinating that charlotte is dolores and maybe seems like a version of dolores who thinks that the main version of Dolores is going a little too far, potentially.
1: I, it, it does start to make me wonder, because I, I keep asking myself, why did she bring Bernard back? Because now it becomes a s- even stronger feeling of like, Bernard is the one person she brought back b- beside all of the hosts. And I know that eventually she wants the hosts out because she says it herself at the end of this episode, there's a place for the hosts out here. But... Bernard is the only one she physically brought out and I the mystery is, is still confounding me what is her plan for Bernard does she have a plan for Bernard or right. is Bernard one of the good humans and she's keeping him alive exactly how she says by bringing his memory back into his body and keeping him alive
0: yeah she's you know she has said before that like he's a check you know it's a system of checks and balances and i think Maybe to, to you know, with some egg on our face, we buy that at face value uh, and perhaps should not, especially in light of the revelation that Dolores, she brought five pearls back into reality. And I don't know that we have everything fully accounted for yet. Yeah, we have, um, one,
1: we have one more body, correct?
0: I believe that that's right because so it would be Charlotte, Connell's, Hiroyuki Sonata's ca- uh, character mm-hmm. and Bernard right because mm-hmm. uh, yeah. she brought Bernard back online and then who's the who's the next one who's the fifth that that she brought back uh so I think we're still uncertain about that and what version of Dolores will show up there or if she's like is she saving it for Teddy as we come to to I think we can we can piece together from the hero Sonata version of the character the like the yakuza battle with Mave that um it seems like it, and it's not even just him but it's also um it's Ciroc, right? Ciroc has this conversation with Maeve about I can reunite you with your daughter and Hero Sonata's version of Dolores, which is such a strange thing to say, is talking about how uh, there's a place in this new world for your daughter and all the people who left. So is she planning on like bringing Teddy back? Is she planning on bringing Teddy back from the valley beyond where we last saw him? And is she like saving a pearl for Teddy? Is there, like, somebody she's, like, hanging on to it for? But the other thing, Mariah, and, like, again, we we take it at face value that Bernard is is Bernard and has been brought back online purely, but do we have to consider the possibility that Bernard (laughs) is Dolores?
1: Oh.
0: Oh, you just blew my mind. Like, don't we have to at least talk about that as a possibility right now? Westworld is a show that, like, there's no trust between the viewer and the creators. Uh, and many people, many people like that, and often I like that, but sometimes it's troubling and frustrating. And the creators of Westworld, Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy, you brought this on yourselves. We can't trust you. You're, you're, you're <laughs> untrustworthy storytellers. Sometimes it's fun and sometimes it's scary and frustrating. Is it too? hairbrained to be thinking about the possibility that Dolores brought back Bernard not purely as Bernard. Like she has some sort of agenda with him and is trying to convince him that he's Bernard, but she's actually like gonna turn a key at some point, be like, haha, you thought you were you. You're actually me.
1: Oh man, she's gonna pull a William on him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Is <laughs> Bernard Dolores? <laughs>
1: Oh, I don't know. That, that's like beyond that's beyond my comprehension. It's so hard. It's so hard because Jeffrey Wright is already playing two different characters. He played Arnold and Bernard, and he played Bernard, who thought he was a human. And then Bernard, who knows he's a host. Right. So the fact that he might have to I, yeah, I don't even know. I've just short circuited thinking about it, that Bernard could be not who he is.
0: So I'm trying to think about what are some of the ways that it would that it would like logistically make sense. And like, I mean, all they would have to do is like some sort of techno babble that we have no idea about. And it's like, oh, well, OK, so you guys thought this through in a way that we were not processing because we have no idea what any of this actually means. Uh, But in terms of like the things that have happened on the show in the past, there's one thing where. Bernard talks about, you know, in the first episode of this season when he's doing the self analysis, it's been 90 something mm-hmm. days since he last had contact with Dolores Abernathy. That would still hold true if he is Dolores but doesn't know it yet and doesn't have right. like his Dolores personality activated. Dolores has housed multiple personalities at the same time. She was once both Dolores and Wyatt all the That's way back. Right in season one. So it's possible for these hosts to contain multitudes. We saw her her father, Peter Abernathy in season two with like all of this crazy data in his head and he's managing like millions of different personalities and, and data and information and it's, it's hot wiring him. But if it's just two, maybe it's not that hard to like switch between one personality and the other. So if Bernard has like a Dolores personality within him, but he's also simultaneously still Bernard to some degree, is that possible? Or like the hosts capable of being multiple people at once? I mean, there's um,
1: there's definitely a possibility that they could all be John Malkovich. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> I think it's true. There may be like a secret <laughs> digital cave uh, on, the, on the 13th floor uh, or whatever it is. And they just go through and they all come out as a bunch of Malkovich robots.
1: Well, Josh, I have a question for you regarding Bernard. He has one of those buttons, and Serac has one of those buttons. Do we know where these buttons came from, whether Serac's button and Bernard's button are the same, and where that technology came into play? I don't remember the buttons from season two, do you?
0: No, I don't think that we've ever seen this before, at least not to my memory. The trick in the past has always been Freeze all motor functions, and that's it. That's usually right. good enough. So why do we need to bring the hoochie Dooji as I call it? Uh, <laughs> it's what we used to call our garage door opener when I was a child, and I'm still a child apparently. Uh, so like, where'd the hoochie doogie come from, and why do Bernard and Siroc both have this? And it would seem like Bernard doesn't know who Siroc is, but is it possible that like Sirak has eyes on Bernard somehow and is able to study Bernard remotely and is able to like follow what he is doing with his remote control? Literally like he's like watching his process of what he's building and he's building something in kind. Or is season three just like the season of the remote controllers? And very coincidentally, these two people both have these hooji doogies. But no, I I have no great answer to that question, but they both have that same technology. And what happens when they both get introduced into the same scene? And they're both like vying for control over who's got the remote controller.
1: I mean, that's like a
0: that's a domestic dispute writ large. (laughs) Fighting over the who gets to change the channel. Everyone's going to be very upset.
1: I, I'm very curious to see if this button actually does work on Dolores because he, Bernard, hasn't attempted to use it yet. Right. He has that confrontation towards the end, but the button did not come out.
0: No, well, he <laughs> poor Bernard, like he had it on on Liam. Yes, uh, the, he tried to the, freeze the, the wrong person. The the, the poor uh, billionaire or ex-billionaire or trillionaire or whatever he was. Uh, yeah, he tried to freeze him and that didn't work out so well. So, uh, you know, who, who knows how it would have worked if he had tried it on Dolores. But it seemed like uh, he was just like so shocked by seeing the Tommy Flanagan character Connells as Dolores that like, Right. He himself was kind of frozen and didn't didn't know what to do.
1: Can we talk about that eyes wide shut scene?
0: <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I, Man, I wrote is, down the future is odd, Mariah. <laughs> the future is crazy.
1: I wrote down, OK, this Divergence. Where the future I had so carefully planned ended, that's Sirak line, the divergence, right. where the future I had so carefully planned ended. Does that mean that Sirroc plans all the orgies? Is that part of his career
0: goal?: <laughs> Yes Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think Sirak and Rehoboam, uh, the the computer device that's predicting our future patterns, both vary into the underground orgies and like the <laughs> like the the super uber-rich billionaire uh, orgy scene uh, it seems like it's a world where like sex work has been legalized to some degree right like this mm-hmm. doesn't seem like it's uh like this is like a we've seen i think like things that seem a lot more like underground this seemed like a very posh event so you know maybe maybe things have been, in in some ways like become more lenient in the future but this reminded me a lot of the first season of westworld and yes. that like like the hedonistic town that they have in the in the far reaches of the park it's like why would you even spend all of your money to go to Westworld when you could just go down to like you know downtown LA where they have all of these origins you don't have to like fly to China or wherever Westworld is
1: I love that Dolores points out that the world that the humans have made is so similar to the world that they made in Westworld yeah. and how surprised she was at that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was great. That was great. I thought a lo- the whole like gala scene was, uh, it was pretty uh. crazy. Uh, a fight
1: scene the humans uh, lol the humans thinking that they were having a drug hallucination
0: (laughs) it was hilarious that was amazing that was incredible it was like wow it's really working uh and then the one guy who like even recognizes Dolores uh and tries to like call her out by name he's like Laura is that you she like points to her head like (laughs) like she's like you're just you're just out of it man like don't worry about me dude (laughs) <laughs> yeah, on your head. Uh, so that was really great. And the fight scene between Evan Rachel Wood and Luke Hemsworth, really, really great. They're they're incorporating Luke Hemsworth uh, had an arm injury while uh, uh, I think uh, exercising uh, during shooting early on in season three of Westworld. So they built that into the storyline of the character. So you'll notice he's uh, favoring one arm in the fight scene. Really no wonder that Dolores is able to wipe the floor with the guy.
1: Amazing. I I wrote down have a great idea for a hilarious movie called What About Stubbs.
0: <laughs> I'm into it. I'm I'm here for the Stubbs feature film or like even the Stubbs episode. The, the Stubbs and Bernard dynamic has been yes, a true delight that. so far.
1: There are some yeah. fantastic buddy buddies buddying up, you know what I mean? Like Stubbs yep. and Bernard and then Caleb and Dolores. I could watch their adventures all day long. And I really yeah. would love to know more about Lena Waithe's character as, as well. Those uh, underground people are fascinating to me.
0: I feel like it won't be too long before we get to see them again. That's not just a one-off appearance. I'm looking forward to the to the future where they have these mirrors that uh, you just look in the mirror and it like puts a suit on you. Ugh. And so like it can like I mean, the tailors are probably going out of business in this future, which is sad. Uh, but it's it's a pretty cool uh, little little piece of technology they've got there where you could just like custom modify your own literal avatar.
1: Caleb got to have his very own pretty woman moment.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, does that make Dolores Richard Gear? Yes, yes, it does. (laughs) Caleb's Julia Roberts. I think that's good. I think that's really good. Uh, Mariah, we got got to see the man in black back in action this week. He's doing great.
1: Yeah, yeah. Things are really, uh, really working out for him.
0: (laughs) It's really going well. Uh, He's definitely not losing his mind.
1: Josh, do you think that Dolores was just playing with her food with William? That she didn't need him after all. She was just trying to kind of play with him a little bit before she uh before he secured his fate in the insane right. asylum.
0: Yeah, I so I think like clearly she needs to get him committed. She needs to get him institutionalized so she can secure his share of the board as this vote is is coming to a head which seems like this has to be on the you know on the docket pretty soon here right like that uh we got to imagine this uh the attempt at this takeover we're officially at the halfway mark of the season by the way which is crazy Unbelievable. So next week we're past that you got to imagine this is coming into play really soon and so dolores needs to have the full takeover of delos so she needs to have williams votes but she would certainly much prefer rather than like socially engineer her way into William's heart as Charlotte just to like get him committed and and take the thing because she's, you know, allegedly Charlotte Hale and she should be able to get that if he's institutionalized. But did she have to go through like such lengths and be like so dramatic with him? Uh, probably not. Probably an element of playing with her food. And I, I think that even if this version of Dolores as Charlotte, and I think I don't know. They internally they've called her Dolores in the past. I think we have to stick with that so that we can <laughs> uh, we can distinguish between all of the different Dolores. Uh, yeah. That Hol- Holores may be gaining some measure of empathy, at least for like Charlotte's backstory, if not for humanity at large, and feeling disconnected from the Dolores plot. That might be the case, but she still remembers William, and she still is uh, Dolores enough to get a good hate into William here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I really wonder if we are going to see a connection between what where William is right now and the final scene of the season finale of season two where William they're attempting to resurrect William, I I believe.
0: Right. We don't really know, uh right? Like we still we still kind of don't know what, what that whole post credit scene for season 2 was and we've been waiting a long time to see the man in black again to see william back on our screen and i actually thought that this episode for me uh i know people are listening to us for the clarity i wish i had some as it pertains to william because i'm more confused now by the end of this episode that final scene where he's, you know, institutionalized. He's at this new place, which is called uh, Inner Journeys Recovery Center. <laughs> so really just uh, playing, playing with, uh, with everything that William's all about. Uh, and Dolores in her, her blue dress shows up. And is that just a figment of William's imagination? Is that part of like the pinprick that Holoris does to, to William? It's very blink and you miss it. But before he gets carted off for the institution, she's like whispers in his ear, and like pricks him on the neck and there's like a little blood drip. Does she need that blood for something? Or is she like installing herself inside of him? And if she's installing herself inside of him as like a ghost in the machine kind of thing, is he already a machine? Because he's asking that question of, am am I me? Who am I? Is it possible that the man in black is already the, the robot man in black? at this moment in history. Oh,
1: wow. Welcome to the end of the game.
0: Trust issues, Mariah. I have so many trust (laughs) issues with this show that I, I just don't know. So we'd love to hear from, from you, dear listeners, uh, what your theories are about the man in black.
1: Absolutely. And you know, I do want to say, I, I have been trying to keep track of the music. The orgy scene had a song. I could not figure out what it was. I would love to hear from people if they know Uh, it's, Right at the tip of my tongue, but for some reason I got fixated on Rihanna's rude boys, which it is not. It's something else.
0: <laughs> that would be amazing. Somebody
1: tell me, put me out of my misery. I need to know. Yes.
0: All right. Let us know. You can email us, seriesregular at thr.com. You can also tweet at both of us. I'm at RoundHoward. Mariah, you're at Murderball. Yes, indeed. I love it. My favorite Twitter handle on Twitter. All right, Mariah. Anything else? I mean, we, we didn't touch on on MAVE, probably nearly enough here. Maeve, once again, no surprise, just total badass.
1: She is a badass, and I like that she's smart. She's not going against Ciroc, but I can see that her survival instincts are working. But I know yep. Maeve, and she's not going to just let Ciroc use her.
0: No, no, but she, she doesn't have any, like, confidants right now, so we can't hear what she's really planning, right? So we don't know what she's actually thinking at this point. Uh, she doesn't trust Dolores. She certainly doesn't trust Serac, but she isn't currently surrounded by anybody she does trust. And as a result, Maeve's not going to tell us what she has going on. So I expect that there are going to be um, ulterior motives to what Maeve is doing. And we probably won't know them until she either links up with maybe Bernard, but they don't have a, you know a, a huge trusting relationship, a history of trust. I don't know who's out there that she really does have that with, so may, may just be keeping us at arm's length.
1: She does have a good working relationship with robots, anything robotic, yes. anything computer, which is very mm-hmm. very cool to watch.
0: Yeah, uh, these uh, the flaw in the design for these guns of the future. Uh, that uh, she has a she has a great line about uh, you're a little old to not be doing your own aiming, uh, to have a gun that aims for you. Uh, before she tears all these guys up, so it was cool, right? Like, I mean, that was bringing some of the 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 story of Shogun World back into the future of Westworld. So I, I thought that that was clever the way that they they married that all together.
1: Yeah, and it's a great commentary. One of my favorite things about Westworld is the commentary about how we are depending too much on AI or how our greatest technological feats could be used to defeat us. What is your opinion about that, Josh? Are you pro-robot or anti-robot?
0: Man, well, right now I'm very pro-technology because without mm-hmm. it, certainly we would be probably unemployed, at least not employed in our current fields. And also it'd be so disconnected given given the state of the world right now. So I'm, I'm grateful for all of that. But I, I am grateful while also being fearful of so much of like... The data collection stuff, the Rehoboam stuff that we're seeing this season feels in many ways very eerily possible to to some extent. That really sketches me out. The idea of having an algorithm that predicts what you're going to do with your life based on what you've done with your life and therefore curtails experiences to go towards the prediction. It's not so much of a prediction anymore at that point rather than it's just like putting you on that path that it has chosen for you. That's terrifying to me. Uh, it's like the, it's the kind of thing of like when I talk about going out for Taco Bell and then my phone shows me an ad for Taco Bell, but I didn't search for it. Like, I don't like that at all. And I apologize to all of you who are listening to this episode of Series Regular and now your phone, when you're going on Instagram next, you're going to have a big Taco Bell ad on it. <laughs> Not a sponsor of this podcast.
1: (laughs) I feel like the end of this series might have Caleb growing a beard and living in a cabin in the woods off the grid. That might be the lesson to us all to unplug.
0: Very possible. Very, (laughs) very possible. It would be a wise man if he was able to to get away with that. (laughs) Um, Mariah, anything else from this episode before we close out?
1: Oh well, I I did have a th- a theory that's been circulating in my head which is that Dolores uh has chosen Caleb specifically because she needs his skills and she's sh- enlightening him and he's kind of the Neo to her ma- Matrix and he's showing or right. She's the Trinity to his Neo. But I wonder, does she also know that he has a 99.9% of falling in love with her?
0: Mm, yeah. I mean, if she knows all the information that she has already, then she's got to know that that's a possibility, right? Yeah, yeah. If that I if mean- that data is accounted for, then she definitely has that information. <laughs> it's like, who's Caleb's type? Oh, it's me. Yeah, I should probably see if I can put this guy to use.
1: <laughs> I mean, to be honest, Evan Rachel is everyone's type. So. Yeah, who's <laughs> type isn't she?
0: Huh. Absolutely. Uh, Oh, my gosh.
1: Very excited to see what's happening in the next episode.
0: All right. Well, next week, it's season three, episode five. And the next episode of Westworld, Mariah, is called Genre. This episode featured a drug called Genre. So is somebody about to have a very bad trip uh, in season three, episode five of Westworld? We have to wonder.
1: There's nothing better than a future drug.
0: <laughs> yeah. So future we'll drugs. Yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we're going to be talking future drugs next week in the future, talking Westworld season three, episode five. Until then, Mariah, you can bring yourself offline.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: That's going to do it for us this week on Series Regular, the Hollywood Reporter's all-in podcast on genre television. And again, not that kind of genre. To get in touch with us, as mentioned on the podcast, Series Regular at THR.com is the way to do it. I'm also on Twitter at round howard subscribe to the podcast if you have not done so already to make sure you never miss an episode of series regular also head over to thr.com westworld for all of our ongoing coverage of the hbo drama including a lot more information on that massive Dolores reveal until next time everybody may you rest in a deep and dreamless slumber